Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have very different mixed buffet line. The salad, we're just going to put over a lot of upcoming shows that are coming up. That's the salad bar. The main course is a deep discussion with our unofficial official contributor, Hank312, Hank from Busted Open Radio. He's our certified bracketologist. Our buffet bracket is out. By the time you're listening to this... You know, round one will probably be over. Round one will be over by the time you're listening to this, but you can go to twoyearsinterface.com and vote on round two. It's classic matches. There's four sections, WWE, WCW, NXT, and, NXT Impact. and Impact. And eventually, like, the different brands are going to meet each other, and there's mm-hmm. 16 matches in total. It's a very, very, very quick vote. And uh, if you're into parody brackets and just awesome classic matches in general, I think it'll be very fun for you. So I didn't, I didn't. So how are you doing, man? I freaking totally missed that part. I got so yeah, caught yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's all right. Uh, I'm doing good. It's, okay. uh I've been working a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah, but also I've been. You know, I, I went to Gali recently. I heard it was a blast. Um, I feel like I've been going to a lot of wrestling shows, but not really because I can't remember the show before Gali. What was the show? AEW. Right. AEW was also a fun oh, night. Warrior. It was like what St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited what what's to come, but I'm also a little scared because there's a lot of good stuff coming up, and I don't know if I'm gonna feel burnt out by the end of April. Yeah, um, but you, we're not. We we're we haven't even talked about just like all the stuff happening WrestleMania weekend. There's master lists online. Mm-hmm. Get get a Fight TV uh, account if you haven't yet. Get an independent wrestling TV account if you haven't yet, and then. Use you know, promo code freelance. Yeah, there's like the the ROH show. Is that ROH New Japan that sold out Madison Square Garden? I think it sold out or like it's close yeah. to. Insane amount of stuff. We're not even going to talk about that, uh, but we're going to, in the salad bar, we're going to talk about some upcoming shows happening starting April 12th and then on. Yeah, mm-hmm. so let's let's get started. Let's go through this list of upcoming shows. Um, and the first one, as you mentioned, is April 12th, AW. Their 15th anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Um, the show is called Epic. It's called Epic, correct. 15th anniversary of Epic. Um, what we have, I, I, the only match that I saw announced for this show is DJC, who's the champ, going against, oh, well, he's the Heritage champ. Correct. Um, going against MJF. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be good, and I think this is also possibly a good buy for DJC. I think so, too. You know, it would be a nice send-off match, uh, Again, you know, DJC, he's a Chicago boy. I consider him a Chicago boy. He is. Um, I mean, I think he moved here. He right? moved here a couple but years ago, um, but definitely has... feels like it. It feels like he's yeah. a homeboy. And, uh, you know, wish him the best. And I think this is going to be a good send-off match for him uh, in, in front of the AEW crowd. Absolutely. And Fatu is going to be there again, and he's just been on fire lately. So I think it's going to be a really good show. And uh, Wrestling. Uh, the wrestling. new Wrestling. It's gonna without, be, the, without e. the E, he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucha Bros, LAX. Oh, they're doing a rematch, Lucha Bros, LAX. Mm-hmm. By the way, the that's, that's a match that's in our bracket. Yeah, that Lucha impacted. Bros versus uh, LAX mm-hmm. 2019, homecoming. Yeah. All right, the next show is on April 13th, the very next day, Freelance Underground. This is a 21 and over show. The name of the show is Not Over on the Internet. I know there are a few matches listed out there. One of those matches, the main event, Craig Mitchell versus Simon Grimm. We also have Marcus Crane versus Dominic Garini. 
And we also have GPA versus Matt Nix. I think this is going to be interesting. Hashtag beat up GPA forever and always. So the next show is April 14th. So this is Gali's uh, DJC send-off. L- literally, that's what the show is. It's a goodbye for DJZ. Goodbye, yep. In the poster, we see Golden Dragon, Vandalero, Gringo Loco, Pat Monix, ICS Velasquez, Airwolf, special guest uh, Kendo, and of course... DJZ. The next show is Freelance. It's a uh, following Friday. And the name of the show is... Burn After Watching. Burn After Watching. Mm-hmm. And this is where we have uh, Nick Cage versus Craig Mitchell. Yeah. Which that's going to be crazy. Bloodbath, maybe. Um, and the main event, which is Kylie Ray versus Ethan Page for the Freelance World Championship. Absolutely. Um, it's going to tear the house on. I don't know if this would be Kylie's send-off. I want to hope not because I still want to see her a little bit more. I think it might be. But um, who knows? Enjoy yeah. it while we can. Yeah, I'm not and trying to over-predict anything. I'm yeah, just absolutely. Gonna, yeah, just showing show. up, having a good time. We know that they put in a good show, so I'm there to enjoy the ride. Yep, exactly. absolutely. Um, April 20th, Black Label Pro, Players Brawl. This is in... Uh, South Bend, Indiana. Okay. We just gave away tickets to this, so there's yes. people going, which is cool. This is going to have a special appearance by The Godfather and Papa Shango. And Papa Shango. Yep. That's two, <laughs> two, two different, legends. Yeah, two, two different people I, for the I, price I, of one. Not, 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 not both of them are Hall of Famers, right? No, I don't think bo- the, both of them are, but maybe. you know, The Godfather is for sure. maybe. Yeah. Ellie Cat versus Joey Ryan. I think that's going to be a fun match. Nick Gage versus uh, Jordan Grace. Yeah, there's a lot of first times on here. I think Gary J versus Anthony Green, Nick Gage versus Jordan Grace, maybe the Alley Cat versus Joey Ryan. Those are all like, this is a card for people who like really more random matchups mm-hmm. and more first time matchups. Uh, and they do still do have like storytelling going on. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out because they have that Adventures in Wrestling show during Mania. Yeah, that, that, that poster looks insane. That poster does look insane. Um, and it looks like Maria Manic versus Allison K. So Black Label Pro, I'll give credit to them for bringing in, like, they are really trying to bring in new people and kind of establish their own thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool to see. As of now, the last April show is Zello Pro Wrestling at Wheat Street. This is April 28th. Yep, April 28th. And this is a 21 and over show because it's at Joe's on Wheat Street. Just reminding you guys that because, you know. <laughs> We just gave tickets away, and we got to remind people that if you're a winner, you have, must be over 21 years old. Yep. The I think the the draw for this match, without you know, not um, taking into consideration that Monix and Simon Graham have had a long feud, I think is mm-hmm. Kylie Ray versus Britt Baker. Yeah. For their women's championship, we saw them at for the first time ever at Warrior Wrestling. There was no winner. There should be a winner in this match as the title's on the line. So that is the draw for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. The follow-up from Warrior, they're going to have they have past and they're going to have future, those two women. Mm-hmm. The belt's on the line. Yeah, gee, let's not forget that Bryce Benjamin and Isaiah Velasquez have also been clashing heads a lot. And that's they're right. in a match together with GPA and you know his shenanigans. Uh, Laney Luck still continues to be featured. 
which is something that it's like... Yeah, she's she's a, a household name for Zello. She's a household name for Zello, and it's like they jumped on... I feel like they jumped on her early and started featuring her early, so like uh, that's going to be really cool. Yeah, so that concludes the salad bar. Yeah. A lot of wrestling, a lot of, uh, you know, not just that we're going to attend, but like, as you mentioned, all the pre-mania, mania stuff... Um, hopefully you're in town so we can get to watch it together. Yeah. Um, you know, as we're not definitely going to New York. Yeah. But yeah, plan ahead. Plan mm-hmm. your mania week. Plan, and then eight, all everything we just mentioned, that's your post-mania week. So, like, <laughs> don't burn yourself out either. Go to what you like. There is so many things to choose from. There's so many things to watch. And, yeah, by the end of April, let's hope that you still have eyeballs in your sockets, and let's hope that... <laughs> yeah, like, let's know. see what May... Oh, then in May is the big show, right, which is the big AEW show. Yeah, they were smart to do uh-huh. not do that in April. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So let's move on to the main course. Yeah. For the main course, we're gonna you're going to hear our conversation with Hank uh, and all of our bracketology talk. About our buffet bracket. Right, about the buffet bracket, which is made up of... Uh, Classic wrestling matches. All right, we are now on the line with our certified bracketologist and busted open radio number one <laughs> fan, Hank312. Hank, how are you? What up, fellas? Thanks for having me once again. Thank you for the lovely intro. Just a reminder, definitely am a certified bracketologist. Definitely. You are, so you... you um. You have to keep the streak going here. Any pressure? <laughs> uh, a little bit because, you know, I know there are people praying for my downfall. Oh, uh, wow. Well. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name any names, Pac, but, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the important thing is is that you've recovered from that verbal lashing that I heard that Penta gave you and Mama Hank. Are you? Did you make up with Penta after that? I heard it was pretty brutal. Bro, it was uh, it, it was pretty funny. Definitely unexpected, but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not saying, but there's rumors I may or may not be the official, unofficial third Lucha brother. Just saying, man. <laughs> the Lucha Hermano. Lucha Hermano, yeah, yeah. That was uh, we missed you Sunday, Charlie, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, compadre, uh, Chris was there and. I think we all got a pretty good laugh about that. Chris said the entire crowd popped, and it was the yeah, highlight of the night, I think, for him. Like I said, it, it was pretty wild. You know, we love Penta. Everyone loves Penta. He he was getting all the love, and uh, I know Gringo's a, a heel in golly, but I, I felt it was a big moment for Gringo. You know, he's in the ring with the stars of Lucha Underground, and, you know, Gringo's yeah. doing his thing. I was like, you know what? Like, that's our boy. Like, he needs some love. He needs some support. So, you know, I started a little gringo, loco chant, you know, had to show him love. Let him know we were there. But uh, but it, it was funny, man. Like I said, uh, they're cool guys. I, I, by by no means are are we, like, am I like, oh, yeah, those are my boys. We're cool. I know them because uh, I'm fortunate enough to I'll be able to work with uh, MLW when they're here in Chicago, and I get to spend some time with them. Um, You know, last time I, I told you guys, you know, I, I picked them up from the airport. With um, oh man, the guy's name escapes me now. I'm a horrible person, but uh, we went to Chipotle. Phoenix is like, "Hey, can we go to Chipotle?" I was like, uh, "Gross, but sure, let's go. let's do it." 
<laughs> what what like, Phoenix's order from Chipotle? Uh, they both got burrito bowls. Uh, separate. I, you know, honestly, I'm not sure exactly what it was. But I'll tell you what, Phoenix ordered uh, two burrito bowls because he was still hungry after the first one. He ate the second wow. one, he ate half of it, and then to finished the second half. <laughs> Growing but boys. Nice guys, they, they, uh, well, Ray specifically paid for my lunch. He did not have to. I was like, no, nice. man, it's cool. He's like, no, bro, we got you, man. You know, you, you picked us up. You know, we got you. And I appreciated it. So, yeah, good guy, Lucha, bro. I'm saying, like, the, the rumor in the street is that you're bound for AEW, so... We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you, you know, I, I, I can't, I know I can't, you can't you know, say confirm or deny it yet, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but um, like I said, so, Sunday was cool. We definitely popped. Um, that was a funny moment. Absolutely, man. And uh, I mean, they, they're going to pull us back in with that uh, Gringo Loco versus Penta feud. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be sick, man. Uh, Yep. You know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, there's there's so much wrestling in Chicago and we, we love, mm-hmm. you know, we love our usual suspects of, you know, freelance and AAW, you know, freelance underground, Zello, Warrior. But I mean, uh, Golly's doing some cool things, man. For them to bring in uh, stars of Lucha Underground like that, it was, uh, it, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. And the new venue, uh, the new Golly Arena, it's, uh, it, it actually yeah. ended up pre- being pretty dope. Good food, good drinks, spacious. That's my take on it. So if you're out there listening, give a Gali Lucha Libre a chance. Sweet. All right. We have a very different bracket this year. Yes. Um, Yeah. I was just looking at it in in anticipation of this. Last year we did indie wrestlers that are considered local or who are visit Chicago a lot because Ethan Page was in there. And obviously he's from Canada. He ended up winning it for, Uh for Hank's prediction. Um, no, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm watching also, SmackDown and wow. Okay, give us that live update. Do you want the update? Yeah. Charlotte just fucking tapped out Asuka to win the women's championship. Charlotte? Yes. So yeah. now I've, both titles will be on the line at Mania? Is that what it's looking like? I, I have no idea. They're going to unify and make them one? Yeah, I, I, just, I, I got home a little bit ago and then I turned it on and it was Charlotte versus Asuka. And it said hashtag woman's title. And as Charlie was talking, I got the TV on mute, obviously. And mm-hmm. I see Asuka tap out. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt that. But I mean, they only have one tag championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do a unification and then just have the champion go to both shows. I don't think the yeah. women's wrestler is like entirely deep in terms of like over women's wrestlers right um i don't know it could probably work yeah that's pretty nuts who knows what's gonna happen there but anyway back to the bracket talk that time <laughs> well, that's why we got you in the show live updates yes yes well by the time people hear this hey spoiler alert <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> yeah well they heard a shoot reaction from us but yes you won that 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 bracket, so you. I think we what we did a shot in a beer or two shots in a beer or something like that. We did yep, a couple yep, shots. You, I think you guys lived up to your end of the bargain. We uh, yep, yep. It, it took a few shows, and, and not not because of you guys, but just because I'm not a big drinker, and just missing each other. And but no, 
as, mm-hmm. as soon as the, the first opportunity came up, you guys uh, cashed. You guys did good on your word, so kudos to you guys, and I appreciate you. And, of course. And, and this year, now we have classic matches from WWE classic matches, WCW, NXT, and Impact. Mm-hmm. Right. So and the, let me the, tell you where I'm worried about oh, it, those Impact mm-hmm. matches. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch a lot of uh, TNA back in my day. I, I missed a lot of uh, AJ and those early years. So yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm case, kind of uh, flying by the what's to say edge of my seat there. I, I don't know how that uh, the senior phrases like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the Impact fans here have to come through and and really support their classic matches. I mean, I've I've seen clips of these matches, uh, but I think when when you say it's a classic match, right? When you think about Brett and Stone Cold or other yeah. matches that that I watch. And and I knew the story behind it, and more than just in ring. Sometimes it adds a little more. So right. mm-hmm. uh, it all depends on your criteria on how you're um, how you're moving forward with the bracket. True. So so yeah, definitely Impact fans need to step it up here. And well, I think some are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I know the Unbreakable. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I've seen that match, and I know it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. The Genesis 06 match? Maybe. I remember Googling one of them recently. Maybe it was AJ versus Abyss. I think that one's on YouTube as well, but I just never watched it. So I think we can try to be a little resourceful. That's my homework tonight, actually. Watch some of these because of voting for the first round, which by the time people are listening to this, the first round will probably already be done. But like before you know, you vote, I would try to see if it's on YouTube. Um, how do we want to tackle this? Do we want to go uh, by sections? By, by yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just let's start at the top left. Um, and and let me mention that a lot of these are based on nominations from just the Chicago wrestling community that we know. We tweaked the NXT one a little bit, I think, to include some we liked a little bit more. But the top left of the bracket, the WWE side. We opened up with two Chicago Classic, which people were pissing us for. <laughs> WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, and Money in the Bank 11, CM Punk versus John Cena, where CM Punk ran away with the title and blew Vince a kiss, I think. Right, right. No, um, I saw, once again, I saw, like I said, I saw Chris on Sunday, and I was like, man, like, those two, if they were on the opposite sides of the bracket, could have been the finals. So, coming yeah, in hot. Sure. I like it, though. So, I guess the, the, the question here, Hank, is you have to make a decision. They're not on opposite side of the bracket. So, True. who moves forward for you on this one? Oh, I, I, I thought about it, and I, got, and I got an answer for you. Um, You know, I'm a homer. I, I like to uh, – I'm, I'm loyal to a, to a fault, but uh, I, I got a – I have to defend my bracketology championship. So <laughs> I think Bret Hart versus Stone Cold has to move on. Because, you know, I took into consideration both matches were awesome. I think the crowd was way hotter for uh, Punk Cena. But in the, end, in the end, I think what meant more to the company did, you know, the CM Punk storyline leaving and coming back mean more than the birth not kind of, not the birth because 
you know, the the promo, Austin three sixteen was the birth of it. But Stone Cold, mm-hmm. you know, passing out to the sharpshooter, like I think that solidified him. Um you know, you may have heard of this uh yeah. radio uh this radio show I listen to called Busted Open. And <laughs> this, this uh this host he likes to say his name is Bully Ray. We you know, we may go yeah. back and forth a little bit sometimes. But anyway, he likes to say uh in this case Stone Cold um got went over without going over if that mm-hmm. makes sense like he he was totally over he lost the match but holy crap did that projectile his career like he he skyrocketed after that i feel yeah i agree so, i mean to me this is one of the all-time classics at least for me and watching this match uh at a young age not even knowing like any storyline it was just for me when i first watched this was just in ring and mm-hmm. knowing very little stone cold uh this to me like what is one of the things that hooked me into american wrestling like mm-hmm. wrestling yeah so for me that uh, moves on yes same to me uh and then in the wwe bracket we also have Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. And then another Bret Hart match, Bret Hart versus HBK, WrestleMania 12. This, to me, was nominated a couple times. I'm not obsessed with this WrestleMania 12 match between HBK and Bret Hart. It's the Iron Man one, mm-hmm. and it goes okay. into extra time. I remember I've watched it once, maybe twice. And I remember, obviously, like the endurance factor was really cool but I felt like they kind of ran out of creative spots because they were wrestling for so long. That's just what I remember. So I would probably have to give the nod to Macho and Ricky Steamboat. What do you think, Hank? All right. That's uh, Once again, it's a tough one because, you know, uh, my, 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 better, uh, my better podcast half, Incidental Nerd, uh, he, he has mm-hmm. gone on record saying that, at least I believe, you know, you know me. Sometimes uh, my, my head's in the clouds when people are talking and I forget to listen. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's, that's, that's on me, not on people. Uh, that's Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat is one of his favorite matches of all time, if not his favorite match of all time. Okay. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that's a great one. But maybe it's just because I remember it more and I lived it and, you know, I think back at that match, and I remember the emotions I felt, like the whole uh, HBK versus Brett, the the boyhood dream, Shawn Michaels finally making it. Like, Shawn Michaels is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So, for me, Mm -hmm. it's got to be uh, HBK versus Brett. I agree. I think uh, for the next round, we see Brett Hart versus Brett Hart. Yeah. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Okay, I was going to move into this WCW. We only put one of the Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat matches in here, although probably all three could have been. It's the NWA Wrestle War 89. I believe in this match it was the one where Flair had, like, light blue trunks on. Yep. I've seen a couple of them, maybe two out of oh, the three. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think this is the one also where Terry Funk comes in and they do the pile driver spot on the table after, which is not part of the match. And that was, like... I think one of the first like true table spots ever. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I've heard that it was one of the more original table spots. And but it's oh. going up against a cruiserweight classic, Halloween Havoc '97, Eddie Guerrero versus Purple Ray Mister Ray Mysterio Jr. 
we can honestly do an entire bracket full of cruiserweight uh, classic matches in WCW. This was by far the best one. So two very different types of matches. I'm going to throw this one to Hank first. What do you think? Uh, man, for me, it's not even close. And it's Eddie versus Ray. Uh, I just okay. happened to watch that match like last week. And it freaking holds up. It's like, it's a masterpiece. So it's hands down that takes it for me. Um, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, it's it's that cruiserweight, you know, that those first matches that kind of introduce a different style to the American audience. And and I, I think, like you said, it's a match that holds up. So for me, it has to be Ray and Eddie. Absolutely. Sweet. Yeah, I would have to go with that one too. But seriously, shout out to the trio of matches that Flair and Steve both had. Ric Flair has another shot here. In yeah. Starcade 93, Ric Flair versus Vader. Going up against Halloween Havoc 98, Goldberg versus DDP. Oh, uh, bro, this one was probably easier for me than the one we just talked about. I hate Goldberg, so it's Ric Flair versus Vader. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Never bought into Goldberg. I And then he came back to WWE like last year or two years ago, and I hated it even more. Like, probably the happiest day of like my 14-year-old life is when Scott Hall tasered Goldberg and Goldberg's streak finally ended and Kevin Nash won the World Heavyweight Championship from him. Wow. You really hate Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Goldberg, but I am a fan of DDP. I love uh, DDP. Yeah. Love the guy. I love him even now that he's older. I just, I just want to, like, sit there and, like, listen to him, like, talk shit about wrestling or just talk about wrestling or yoga yoga, right yoga Uh, yeah ddpy now it's called not your mama's yoga yeah there you go Uh, um yeah man i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go with goldberg versus ddp just to you know maybe maybe this is where i get a a a upper hand on on the official bracketologist (laughs) i mean you never know upsets could happen (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. it's Cinderella stories, man. That's what brackets are all about. Um, <laughs> for so the the Starcade '93 Flair versus Vader, it seems a little random to me. But when you're putting this together, I was like thinking of like matches I like at WCW. Oh, honestly, and then I did some research. A lot of the lists online are like Flair, Vader, Cactus Jack, Sting, early '90s. Yeah, and this one was yeah, and then there were some gimmick matches thrown in there, like some uh, things with the cage. What is that called again? War games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, war um, games. Yeah, yeah. Coming to Chicago, by the way. Yeah, oh, sure. are they? Yep. Oh, maybe I'll go to that one. I won't. I won't promise though, because I'll disappoint Chris. <laughs> um, but Flair versus Vader was on was high on a lot of those lists, and I've never seen it, so I wanted to throw that one in there. So. As of right now, I'm going to go with Goldberg and DDP just because I haven't seen Flair Invader and I need okay. to watch it. So that's what's kind of cool about this bracket is like we're also discovering new matches. Um, oh, for sure. No doubt. New for us. Yeah. And the Goldberg and DDP match is Goldberg's best match. A lot, tons of people have said it. DDP had gave uh, Goldberg his best match ever. The best part about this 
is Goldberg's second spear. Uh, there was a shoot story. He knocked himself like half concussed on it because mm-hmm. his head hit the mat because he like tackled him so hard. His head went through DDP's arm. Yeah, he DDT'd himself. He DDT'd himself, exactly. Oh, wow. and, and then the next spot is Goldberg goes to the jackhammer and DDP reverses it into a diamond cutter. That is like the best part of the match. So if you're All watching right. it back, look yeah. out for that. Yeah, and DDP wanted Goldberg to kick out at like two and three quarters at that diamond cutter. But Goldberg right. was like, he didn't know where he was. So he kicked out like right at two. So, but it also like gets a loud pop because it was a convincing kick out. So there's like kind of a neat story behind that. So I'm going right. to go with that for now. So moving on to the more complicated, or at least initially, like for me, when I was looking at this, there's, and I think this is a conversation Charlie and I had about how hard it is to pick you know, instant classics off of NXT. Yeah, so hard. Because all the takeovers are so good. Um, and they usually each one have one instant classic, like, you know, but we put this list together and we're kicking it off with Nakamura versus uh, Sami Zayn at TakeOver Dallas. Right. Uh, and that's going against TakeOver Brooklyn, Sasha versus Bailey. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I'm, I'm going to say I, I altered this one a little bit. I think there was another contender here. Yeah. Uh, but for me, the Sasha versus Bailey is like had a whole lot of story, a lot of feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as I really enjoy Nakamura versus Sane, uh, you know, and because I made sure that this one made the list, I'm going to have to stick with Sasha versus Bailey at Brooklyn. I, I got to go with uh, Chris there. Sasha versus Bailey. I, I would I would take that that that's my pick. Uh Nakamura Zane was incredible. Uh I just remember you know, it was Nakamura's first NXT match. It was his first big match coming over from Japan. And I just remember that entrance, that swag, that coolness that Nakamura had and Sami Zayn literally just sitting in the corner, you know, kind of like Raven. Uh, just mm-hmm. smiling and just like kind of shaking because you felt that energy. Yeah. That was super cool, and that's why it made it hard like to pick Sasha and Bailey over them. But I just think the storytelling and Sasha and Bailey's match and everything it meant to like the women's division, what they were trying to accomplish and get done. Uh, so and they put on an instant classic, instant classic by those two. So mm-hmm. that 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 was my pick, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Two two things of uh, out of these two matches, uh, I could be wrong, but I think the Nakamura versus Sane is when the it was the birth of the Fight Forever chant. It could have been. Could I'm be not wrong. positive, but I think it might have been. But I think I'm right. <laughs> I, think, I think you might be too. <laughs> and you know, a little um, fact that you know i'm sure this had to do with hank's um pick here is that this is the match where bailey wore the uh polka dots oh yeah okay right and this is this is uh, even more of a reason to pick it right the polka dots from uh dusty roads yeah Mm. bailey had the the tape on her her tape dreamy weemy that's what she called them so Mm -hmm. it was uh it worked out good It it was uh it was a very emotional uh just emotional match there was i mean that's that's the like that was the epitome of wrestling done right 
because it was great, phenomenal in-ring action. Uh, I'll speak for myself. I was 100% emotionally invested because the story they told, like, throughout, like, the lead-up the weeks before, I mean, it took you on a roller coaster, you know? Like, so it was awesome. Have you guys ever heard the phrase that you won't remember what someone said or something like that, but you'll remember how they feel Mm -hmm. or how they made you feel? Yeah. Yeah. I I butchered that. But you remember how people make you feel? Yep. And I just remember Nakamura Zane. The feeling I had after it was monumental. It's the yeah. feeling of euphoria as a wrestling fan. I'm going to have to give them the nod, unfortunately, for all of the <laughs> the women's wrestling fans out there. I mean, Sasha vs. Bailey was amazing. And yelling at the kid in the crowd. I think it was this one uh, where Sasha that Banks great. did that. that that's that's what she took part Izzy's headband, right? Made uh, Izzy cry. Made Izzy cry, yeah. Yeah, that was a great touch. Yep. Side note about Izzy. She's a regular on Busted Open. She calls in all the time. <laughs> oh, you could almost say that she's your co-host. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna play a new game in the in the city of Chicago wrestling. Take a shot every time I mention Busted Open. Every time. <laughs> well, let's all get hammered then. <laughs> and right. we're all wasted. <laughs> so. We have uh, Gargano versus Gargano. So we have TakeOver Philly, Gargano versus uh, Almas. Mm-hmm. And then TakeOver New Orleans, uh, which is Gargano versus Champa. This was tough for me. I, I had to go with, again, the one that to me had more story. And, you know, on top of that, it's, it's our boy Champa. So it's mm-hmm. Gargano versus Champa for me on this one. I got to agree with you once again there. Although... I think my favorite thing out of all the both matches was uh, Andrade coming out with the with the mask and the mariachis. Yes. That was a phenomenal entrance. I Crystal believe that was that was the Gargano match, right? Mhm. Yeah. So that was my favorite entrance. But overall, it's a uh, hands down Gargano Champa. I mean, two pick one a- any one of their matches, I would pick. You guys are going to hate me because I'm really leaning towards Gargano Almas right now. That's fine. Uh, I remember, I thought that match was going to end like five times and it just kept going. So they mm-hmm. did so many crazy spots in that match. Uh, I'm going to take that for right now, but we'll see when I'm – I have not voted yet. I don't know if uh, you voted, I think, Chris. I, I think this is uh, this is your vote right here. Oh, Charlie. okay. I can't change yep. my mind. You, you can't change <laughs> your vote, buddy. Mm-hmm. Damn you. Uh, okay, I'm going to take Gargano Almas. It'll probably lose, so I'm just going to go with that and die on that hill. Although you could, like <laughs> I, Tank said, flip like a coin. And then the impact section, I don't really know. Um, I, I know <laughs> that the if it's the Unbreakable 2005 AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Daniels, if it's a match I'm thinking of, that match is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but a lot of these submissions came from our friend Basil and our friend Trent. The backstage boys, shout out to them, and yeah, I'm gonna have to do a little bit of homework. I really can't say who I'm voting for. I don't know what about what about you guys? Uh, so okay, so let's kick it off. So it's Genesis 06, Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle, and that match goes up against Homecoming 2019, a recent match, LAX versus the Lucha Brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're casting in votes right now, I'm just gonna give it, you know, let the Lucha Brothers do their thing, and I'm gonna go with them. LAX versus the Lucha Brothers. So 
I respect it, but I think you need to check. I think you need to try to check out, check them out. I, try to check out the other. Yeah, matches. I because I, I don't know. So I, I did not. I'm gonna say that I have not watched Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle. But we go back to the feeling. I don't think they're gonna give me that feeling at this point. That, that but this is this is more prime. This is not Kurt Angle wrestling Samoa oh, no, no, Joe on Raw. Sure. No, I'm I'm not super familiar. Like I said earlier, I'm not super familiar with early TNA. I, I feel. Like Charlie just said, this is early in their prime, Joe and Angle. I I remember, you know, hearing buzz about it and then people saying, oh, man, that was one of the greatest matches ever. Um, Because I I do have one buddy who lives and dies by TNA. um, And he would tell me that, God, WWE sucks so much and (laughs) TNA is doing so much better. Like, whoa, buddy, that did not age well. But... um. My and it's it's hard not to pick. Uh, it's hard to go pick against my brothers, right? You know, Penta may have a few choice words for me, <laughs> but I, I got I got to go with uh, Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle. I'm gonna I'm not gonna vote. I'm not gonna vote. <laughs> I'm gonna wait. All right, you, you can hate me for it, Chris. I still love you. Um. Well, we'll 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 see what the outcome is. If you end up winning, Charlie, I don't know if we can give you the victory, but we'll see. Um, Unbreakable 2005. This is the match that you just mentioned which is AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, uh, and Christopher Daniels. It's insane. Yeah, like just those three names alone, like in a match at their prime, I think it's it's great. Um, and then you had Lockdown, 2005, AJ versus Abyss. Um, I am not sure. If, I, I think I watched AJ versus Abyss, but I did not watch the other one. Just the three names alone is like, I don't know if any, anything could top it. Um, for the sake of right now, uh, I'm sure. gonna have to go with Unbreakable 2005. Sure, that's fair. For the sake of right now, mm-hmm. right. Well, once again, same boat like the earlier one. Not super familiar with it, but I kind of I remember AJ versus Abyss more, so that's why that's my pick. Okay, cool. So I, I know they were, I know oh, they called ahead. it them, but I know they were in a steel cage. Well, what do they call Lethal Lockdown? I think that was a pay per view or whatever, but. They're in a cage, and I just yeah. remember it was – it looked like a car wreck afterwards. Yeah, Abyss was in the match. Crazy <laughs> stuff that's going to happen. I mean, it's true, right? You know, that, that's psycho. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he, he well, did glad some – yeah. yeah, well, glad we got some hardcore cage shenanigans in this bracket. So who, who do you guys think is going to be the winner? I think it would be – I think – we should just skip right to that. And like, I'm feeling something coming from the NXT side to probably wrestle Bret Hart and so cold WrestleMania 13 in the final. And I think Bret Hart WrestleMania, Bret Hart versus so cold WrestleMania 13. I think I'm going to use that as my prediction. Hank, what do you think the final is? Who's your winner? All right, I'm, I'm going to break down the bracket for you, the way Hank sees it. It's okay, Ooh, certified, the, certified. Certified bracketology coming hot at you. I didn't even plan this. It's off the cuff, but I feel confident enough to go with it. It's bust, so bust it open. Bust my bracket open. There you go. In the second round of the WWE, we got Brett versus Brett, right? Yep. And yeah. I think it's Brett versus Stone Cold wins. Yeah. I take. Eddie and Ray, they win. So now it's Brett versus Stone Cold. 
versus Eddie versus Ray. I think okay. Brett versus Stone Cold comes out of the left side. And then we got Sasha Bailey versus Gargano and Ciampa. I give the nod to Gargano and Ciampa. Uh, okay. <laughs> who cares about the impact one, right? No. Uh, <laughs> I think Although I did pick uh, Joe and Angle, I, I think the majority of people, just for a lack of um, remembering or knowledge for the lack of better term, uh, it's going to be Lucha Bros and LAX versus the Triple Threat. I think okay. it's going to be Lucha Bros, LAX versus uh, Gargano and Ciampa. And the winner, my prediction, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, WrestleMania 13 from Chicago IL. Sweet. That sounds pretty good. Um, I do have uh, Brett and Stone Cold going to the finals. Um, I think they go up against uh, Sasha and Bailey. Ooh. Okay. Like, Fair I enough. Think, Fair I enough. think uh, you know women's wrestling makes it up all the way to the to the end, but nice. Bret Hart uh, versus Stone Cold take the take the the win. Yeah, that's that's fair. Great. I, I dig it. Yeah. I think great minds think alike, but now we can't bet against each other. So maybe just in celebration of the bracket, if Bret Hart and Stone Cold win, maybe we'll just all do one shot together. Well, if it's, I think, in all fairness, because Stone Cold is in the match, we get two Modellos, one Modelo in each hand, okay, and we clash Modellos and we drink the beer. Okay, that 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 means that match has to win, though. Yes, that means okay. that match has to win. But here, here's the thing, though: can we drink it Stone Cold style? We got to pour it all over our guzzles. <laughs> we just yes. got to guzzle it sure. down. There can't be no other way, right? Yes. Chris, I love it. Charlie's like, uh, definitely not happening. When the weather changes, maybe, and I have an extra shirt, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, I, I, I'm sure this one wasn't easy for you guys to put together because, I mean, you only have about 40 years of, uh, of wrestling history to choose what is this, 18, 16 matches? So, no, job well done by you guys. The NXT the NXT one, man, all instant classics. So, can't. Right. I mean, all, all of them legit have a shot. I, I, I love the WWE one. Ray and Eddie's just, oof, that, that just be still my heart. Who cares about Goldberg? No. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get another ribbon on Goldberg. Yeah, man, well. Again, thanks, Hank, for, for being part of this, for gracing us with your knowledge of bracketology. We'll, we'll, we'll see each other at you know upcoming shows, but we'll definitely uh, get back together and, and do something for the final. Yep. For sure, man. Uh, I, I'm all in on that stuff, like I said. Once again, I appreciate you guys' time and uh, always you know, having me on and thinking about me when it comes to this stuff. You know? So I, uh, I appreciate you. It's always fun talking to you. Yeah. How could we not, man? You're so lovable. such a good guy. And, yeah, make sure you send it to some friends and have them vote. And I'm sure we'll see you soon. Sounds good, guys. Take care. All right. That was some good stuff. Again, thanks to Hank for breaking down the bracketology with us. And for the dessert, we have a few shout-outs. So I first want to shout-out Geek Studios. Uh, you've met Tank and, and Miguel and a couple of my friends. They run Geek Studios, and they mm-hmm. have definitely been plugging us in their uh, podcast. Uh, they cover all you know comic books and all the Marvel stuff that's coming out in theaters. 
Um, they have a vast knowledge in that. So if you're into that type of stuff, check them out. Geek Studios with a Z. Uh, at Geek Studios on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. Did they go to C2E2? Miguel was at C2E2, yeah. Cool. Um, and funny enough, quick story about C2E2. Two years ago, he invited me there. Yeah. Um, that's where I got to you know, meet the Lucha Underground panel and all that stuff. Sure. The unicorns were at C2E2 this year. And in the program, your boy is on the program with the two heels and a, uh, and a face mask. Your boy. Yeah. Damn. So Did I you get a picture of that? Uh, Jonathan sent me a picture. I told him to grab me a program. Okay. So Tell uh, me that photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll show it to you. So, yeah, I, I made it to the, sure, to the magazine. So Yeah. Well, you look great. Oh, and that mask course. looks great. It's the mask, bro. It's the two heels and a face official yeah, mask. Yeah, but you got the beard, the flow. It, it all it. worked. Crushing it. Another shout-out that I want to throw out there is to... Let's talk about wrestling. Uh, they recently featured uh, D-Ray, who's also a big help. He's a man of many hats at Cello Pro. Correct. They eat some tacos, and they talk about wrestling. Taco about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's their... So they, and they have... Uh, Hank and Incidental Nerd have their Facebook Live show, Wrestling Talk and Randomness. Yep. That's a really good show. If you want to set, like... I don't do this for many, but if you want to set a notif- notification... If you want to click... No, like send, notify me when they're live. Notify me when they're live because they go on like later at night and when you're just chilling watching TV, it's great to pull them up and just yeah. talk, talk about random wrestling shit. But then they do something more personal, right, where they eat tacos with people and then sit down like we do and mm-hmm. it's on iTunes and SoundCloud and that's Let's Talk About Taco About Wrestling and they get just more in depth and they have a guest and they ask them questions and that was D-Ray. So. Yep, uh, they've had, you know, Gringo Loco on there. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Kylie Ray, So a bunch of uh, Chicago folks that yeah. y- you should know. You should know, correct. And the last shout-out that I have is for STF Underground Podcast with our friend uh, Dougie Wrestling. Dougie Wrestling from ProWrestling.com. Yep. And so he recently started the podcast, and and they go into depth of like talking about WWE, their storylines. You know, they'll... They have a section where they'll bring some stats into it and and try to, you know, fantasy book sometimes or sometimes just go in a different way. And, yeah. And, and you just, you know, dig a little deeper into the product that's on TV. And, you know, they'll finish off with an interview with one of the wrestlers that they, they have uh, seen in the Chicago land at some point. So. Yeah. My favorite part about STF, as you know, if you listen to us, like we don't talk a lot about WWE. We watch it when we can. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're which is if you're watching WWE, which is great. Like Doug has done a really good job professionally. This sounds the STF Underground sounds very professional. It's professionally produced, and they get into WWE and they don't make it too smarky. None of it's like that. You can tell they still enjoy the product, and it's they have a really good tone of voice, and they get a lot into WWE. And then he has. Backstage access to AEW, so he, he's interviewed Jake something. He's interviewed the owner Mike Pekovich. Like so, it's it's got a little indie flavor in there if you like yep. AEW, and they talk about WWE in the in a good way. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Check them out. You can find them uh, at SDF Underground and in different social platforms, and you can you know find them on iTunes as well and other yep. podcasting platforms. And check so. out ProWrestling.com. Yeah, check them out. All right, so. That concludes this episode. You can follow us 
at Two Heels in a Face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also visit our website at twoheelsinaface.com. Right. You can now go to prowrestlingtees.com slash twoheelsinaface and Sup. get some merch. Get some merch. And you can listen to us on... Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify next week. Go vote for the buffet bracket, please. It'll really help us just interact and, and talk about some more cool stuff. And hashtag push Paco, hashtag BWGPA.